Today is August 1st, and it marks the first day of the 8th annual RPG a Day exercise. So today's prompt word is scenario. And this evening, honestly, I didn't know about the RPG a Day a thing, but I might try it. We'll see. Today's prompt word was scenario, and Amy and I decided to do a one-on-one -on -one scenario for Call of Cthulhu. So I chose the adventure that she's been bothering me to play or I've been promising to play for a long time and it's Paper Chase in the Call of Cthulhu starter set and it I don't know if I don't think I'm going to give spoilers maybe we'll just give impressions so Amy chose as a character Keiko Kane who is a Japanese American investigator who has a really good biology very good natural world and some other good skills. Must have played field hockey in college because she has a hockey stick and can use it pretty well. And really good constitution, so must be athletic, although I guess there's no athletic skill in the Call of Cthulhu, which is interesting. So as spoiler-free as possible, I will try to summarize. I don't know if I can do it spoiler-free. You think I can do it spoiler-free? Amy, do you think I can do it spoiler-free? No. Yeah, Amy's here. She might chime in if she is inspired to do so. Okay, so it's a one-on-one -on -one scenario. Keiko Kane is called to do a job for the organization that the investigators are, it suggested that they be part of, that they be part of the Society for the Exploration of the Unexplained, which is kind of a default society that's in the Call of Cthulhu 7th edition book. So she travels to Arnoldsburg, Michigan, to investigate the a theft of some books and the disappearance of the uncle of the person who hired her, a one Mr. Thomas Kimball from Michigan. So Amy's character does some investigation in the library or study uh, where this man held all his books in library. The uncle has been missing for about a year. And... Uh, Amy's character doesn't really find much except for one of the the windows are easy to open. They're not broken, but it's easy to open them from the outside. Uh, she sees that there's a path that goes by the house and she follows the path and it leads to a cemetery. In the cemetery is the caretaker and Amy's character doesn't roll well in interacting with the caretaker except when she notices that he has a bottle sticking out of his pocket so Amy, even though with a poor sleight of hand skill, manages to steal it from him. And it's a bottle of whiskey, which this is 1922, and it's under prohibition. The U.S. is under prohibition. So she uses that as a, she also finds some tracks, some odd tracks, and a well um, leading from a well-worn uh, tombstone that's faded with age. Um, she bribes the caretaker with the return of his whiskey bottle and that she won't tell the authorities and he tell he tells her yes he used to talk to the uncle but he's been gone for a year and he misses him and as she gives him back his bottle he, he says but i think i've seen him i think he's a ghost and he comes back so amy's character then follows the tracks to a mausoleum door and even though it's a hard test and her character is slight of frame she manages to pull open the mausoleum door and is hit by a waft 
of miasma and foul smell. This time, even though she has a high constitution, <laughs> fails it and passes out. That's what the scenario says. If you failed the thing, you pass out, which makes then for a very short scenario because when she wakes up, um, her character is not dead, but there is the missing uncle at night uh, sitting at his tombstone reading a book, but it's at night, so how is he reading the book? Because he, in fact, has turned into some sort of creature. And Amy makes her appropriate sand roll as she calls out the name, and this, per this person answers to it and has a conversation. And that was the meat of the scenario because Amy's character, Keiko, has this conversation with this person who was once human that can converse with her, was once human, this missing uncle, and learns about what he has become and what he's doing. Amy convinces him to um, give up, give the books back so her nephew isn't, so his nephew isn't too worried. So he's, so she suggests that, um, and that was the fun part too, is really the dialogue between her and this missing uncle who turned into a, a monstrous creature. And she convinces them to take one book and we, we look very quickly at Google search what books are around at the time. So we chose Ulysses by James Joyce and that is in fact what this man, once man, uh, takes because he is going on a journey and he he, and he actually bound the books together himself because it actually because it came out as serialized in the tw in the early 1920 or during the 1920 year um, and it, this book is proud of because he knew it would become published one day um, all in its entirety and he wanted to beat the press as it were so he takes that book um, leaves the rest helps Amy concoct a story that some kids stole the books. Uh, broke in and stole the books and Amy's going to find them or get the rest of the books and put them in a box and say, oh, look, here they are. So then he goes back into the mausoleum and tomb and says, me and my friends are leaving now. Uh, we will not trouble you again. Closes the tomb door and collapses what must have been some tunnels beneath the mausoleum. So Amy goes back into the study, climbs in, is super, stealth, super duper stealthy, in fact, Oh, the uh, the missing uncle also told her where to find his journal, and she finds it and searches for it there at night in the darkness in the study. Well, probably lights a, a lantern in the study in the darkness, finds it, and also finds a book called uh, Cult of the Ghouls in French. I'm not going to try to pronounce the French name for it. Um, so that's some future plans for Amy's character. And then um, the next day, tells uh, Mr. Kimball that uh, she found the books, that her uncle, you know, they also find a note when they're putting things back together that, you know, that Amy had created, that the uncle went away. I didn't want to tell his family. And uh, she tries to leave a message for later for the uncle in the mausoleum, also to let your, to send a message from wherever you're going to your nephew so he's not worried. Um, but the nephew is still bothered by this and she doesn't convincingly or doesn't convince the nephew to drop it and not search for the missing uncle. The nephew says, well, maybe he went to Europe. I will have to start there. That's kind of where we left it. I don't know if we'll ever pick this up um, again, but it, it does open things up to a future scenario that maybe I could figure out a one-on-one -on -one where 
now this Thomas Kimball fellow who I'll have to develop, it wants to go to Europe and find the missing uncle. And maybe that could lead to other sorts of interesting events now that Amy's character has the reason why this man left the world of humans and has gone to the underworld and also has this nice, cool, mythic, mythos tome. Amy, do you want to add anything? Okay, I'll prompt you with questions if that's a little easier because I think initially she said... Not really. So, um... What did you think of the scenario? I know it was kind of short. Um, thought it was very quick. Yeah, it says it's supposed to be played like very short for you know two to four hours. I think it took us like two hours, and it was mostly talking. You only inter interacted with what? Two people? Three, maybe. The nephew, the gardener, and the bad guy. Who really wasn't a bad guy? So, yeah, I don't know. Uh, it was interesting. I think it's just supposed to be an introductory scenario, roll a few dice, um, but we'll go from there. In the starter set, there's two other uh, scenarios that are for multiple more um, investigators. So we'll see how those go. And also, uh, Lynn Hardy and friends um, have also just published a one-on-one -on -one scenario book as two scenarios, and it's called Does Love Forgive? So uh, maybe we'll pick one of those up. But anyway, that's Scenario for RPG Day, RPG A Day 2021.